Who's in it? Is it? Who's in it? Is Kate Winslet in Jude it? Jude Law's in it. Or am I thinking of? You're thinking of Revolutionary Road. Revolutionary Another Road. Another Mendez production. Another Road. That one's a dead end. And Viggo Mortensen is not in it. Nope, not Even or he's not in either. The Road. Yeah, Vigo is. Yeah. All right, let's start it. Let's go. Okay, who is Jude Law? Why is he in every movie I have seen? He's in everything. He's in everything. He's gay. He's straight. He's American. He's British. Next year he's playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the movie. Forgive my compromised sense of humor. I did want to answer our host question. Jude Law is he's, he's one of our finest actors. Hello and welcome to Law School, a podcast about Jude Law in the movies and sometimes on TV. I'm Fran Hoffner. I'm Caroline Simons. Jude has been busy and we are back. We are back. We're back. Missed busy everyone. boy. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Chinese New Year to us all. Is that dating it too much if when this comes out when it, it will no longer be Chinese New Year? I mean, yeah. I'll cut it. You're the rat. Happy year, the rat. It is me, the rat. Departed. Wow. Speaking of Oscar season, which it's Hollywood's, we will. It's Hollywood's biggest night. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese Lunar New Year? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the year that The Departed was up for Best Picture? 2006, yep. right? Well... Okay, the ceremony in tw- 2007. Seven for 2007. Okay, yeah. that ceremony, I distinctly remember that in lieu of like a clip show, normal, boring, great Hollywood fair to introduce every single best picture, they had like an interpretive dance group. Do you remember this? That would act out something from the movie. Do you not remember this? No, I remember like Hugh Jackman's fake version of that from a couple years later. Right, where they kind of got what the people wanted and didn't miss the mark so tremendously as yeah. they did. And I remember they had, because they'd put up like a screen and then there'd be a light. Maybe I do remember It would this. be like shadow. It was, this. it's like. So what was the departed one? Was it the rat? No, it's a gun. It's a gun. <laughs> well, no. I could who could have predicted? It's really like in that scene, Big Lebowski, where they have to go to the landlord's dance performance. Don't make me admit. Don't make me say it aloud. You don't have to say anything. You can just listen to your friend talk and nod along and no one would be the wiser. Mm-hmm. In the Big Lebowski, they mm-hmm. go to the landlord's performance. This interpretive dance and the projection is put up on the curtain. It's a very good scene. Uh-huh. That's what they did at the Oscars. It's Hollywood's biggest night. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Mendes could be, could be going home with the gold. Has he before? No. Really? Yes, but for American Beauty, No. Director, all right, let's do our research, finally. (laughs) Now, some podcasts pride themselves on doing haphazard internet research before the show. We do it during. And I like that about us. Yeah, he won for American Beauty. As director or just for, did he collect for Best Picture? For director. Nice. But it was his debut. Yeah. We'll make that pause seem normal. Yeah, I can do so much with the power of Reaper. Fix it in post. We'll fix fix it it in in post. post. Um, But he's not been quite as lauded since true despite for the most part i think constantly making movies that are oscar plays yeah well revolutionary road got recognized that's 2008 and that's the same year that winslet wins for the reader oh no but as a sort of she did the reader and revolutionary road in the same year yeah sheesh sheesh is right take a vacation after that i mean she got her oscar then what's she done since then Divergent. She, oh, she's the mean lady in Divergent. 
Yep, Divergent and Roman Polanski's Carnage. Um, oh, and Wonder Wheel. So oh, and Wonder Wheel. She's on a freaking vacation, all right. I Absolutely. just remember as sort of a like staunch Revolutionary Road stand being like they've picked, they put like the wrong Winslet vehicle forward. Like she's way better in Revolutionary Road than she is in the Reader. Well, isn't the the Reader was like a huge Miramax Weinstein push also to discuss cursed territory, but that's probably why they pushed it so hard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that. It did be like that. It but used the reader to, it did is... used to be like that. It was like that. True. It don't be like that. No, Thank God. We hope. We hope. We hope. Sheesh, yeah. Sam Men- and Sam Mendes married to Kate Winslet also is the thing. At the time, were they, though? Because yes. they're not now. Yes, they divorced after Revolutionary I think wrote. once she won her Oscar, they got divorced. She's like, got what I needed. Yeah. We're done. She's with a guy like Ned Rock and Roll now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> you have to be kidding. No, his That's name not his Ned. Christian name. Well, it's not his he Christian was a, He was a name. baptized as Ned Rock and Roll. He is named Ned Rock and Roll, though. Rock and Roll? Rock and Roll. I mean, This is still. like a frequent source of conversation um, in some gayer uh, parts of the internet. I'd like to see it, please. Uh, I'm looking for Ned Rock and Roll on her Wikipedia page. Oh, apparently he's going by his normal name in this. Well, what brought him to Rock and Roll? What was his profession? He's Richard Branson's nephew. Ay, ay, ay. So I think you just do that. And they met during a house fire. Huh? Did they set it? No, I think like she saved him or like it, they met in an emergency. I feel like if you on would have hinted on that. On an island. Okay. I'm not ki- I'm simply not kidding. I know you're not kidding and I don't mean to shame you, but I feel like if I had a whiff of that story, I would be driven to find out the rest of it immediately. Like, for you to be like, oh, yeah, they met in a house fire, period, and move on. There are some topic. great old, oh, no, they didn't post about this. <laughs> Ned Rock and Roll. Ned Rock um, and Roll. Do you think the people want us to talk about Jude? We haven't yet. We haven't touched on Jude. It, there's a lot to unpack. Jude is not say. in this year's Oscar season. I bet he's happy about that. And he's, he's doing Pope stuff right now. He's doing Pope stuff. He's doing the forthcoming The Rhythm section. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Jude is at Sundance. I don't know about what? physically, but he has a Sundance movie there. Oh, The Nest. The Nest. Correct. Do we think that's good? I forget what it's about. I've looked it up 100 times. I looked it up 100 times. It is in one ear, out the other. doesn't matter if it's good or not. We'll see it. We'll see it. Um, and we'll let you know. And that is the service we provide. But Sam Mendes, in this year's Oscar conversation for 19... Se- 19- Sam Mendes <laughs> 19 in- teens. Shut up. <laughs> Sam Mendes, in this year's Oscar conversation for 1917, a movie that I did not like... And I loved. Does not have Jude Law. Almost cried in that movie. But once upon a time... They got together in a big way. The year? 2002. The follow-up to American Beauty, a subpar film that made a splash. Never seen. Oh, that's fine. Sort of don't think I ever will. You get it. Like, at this point, you get it. Yeah, like, I get it. The parody has become more than the source He's material. horny. There's a plastic bag. The yeah, rose. Chris, oh, Chris Cooper is in it, though. Mm. Very, like, closeted, constricted, sad Chris. Yeah, he's, he does. He goes big on constricted in 2019. Little Women? Chris, yeah, Little Women and Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He's in that? Oh, he's so good. He is so good. That movie's amazing. Oh, okay. Another movie that's amazing, 2002's Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. Man, oh man. Jude Law, third build. Yes, for a role that he shows up in... 58 minutes. Fifty. You texted me, when is Jude going to show up, immediately followed by LOL, which I think means that... He had just shown... But I was like nearing the hour mark, and I was like, he's third build, where is he? Yeah, a, a testament to his power at the time to be third build 
behind Tom Hanks and Paul Newman, Jude Law. Yeah, your third most famous guy in the movie is Jude Law. Wacko. A movie that also includes um, Daniel Craig. Amazing. Old Blue Eyes. Stanley Tucci. Tucci. It's, I mean, Tucci's not really in the movie, but it, all things considered, it's crazy that Jude gets billing over Tucci at this point in time. It is no? crazy. No, it's crazy. I mean, Tucci is like, he's an actor's actor, been putting in the work, been around for a minute. Actor's actor. You like that? Yeah, I just saw Big Night. Oh, you great, love Big Night. Yeah, great Tucci vehicle. Big Chungus? Chungus is... <laughs> um, for readers... <laughs> for readers. <laughs> Dear reader, Big Chungus is Liev Schreiber. This is our shorthand for Leah Schreiber. It's, <laughs> it's canon. Jungus. It's canon, dude. He's so wide. Yeah, he's just he's just a slab. You seen Day Trippers yet? No. He begins his career vampires? as no 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 no. That's um oh god, that's the Russian one. Fuck, what's it called? I've seen that. Okay, I forget it. Okay. Day Nighters? I forget. I don't know. Who Road cares? to Perdition. Vampires are fake. Road to Perdition, extremely real. So Road to Perdition, Sam Mendes' big follow up. From American Beauty. Correct. American Beauty is 99. Yeah. This is 2002. He wins the big Oscar. He can do anything he wants. He makes Road to Perdition. He makes Road to Perdition. Third Build Jude Law. Third Build Jude Law. It is a crime movie. Yeah. That a lot takes of rain. Um, in Chicago, baby. Way in, Fran. Go in off, the 30s. Fran. They shot it in Chicago. Yeah, they had that scene where they go over the bridge that people always see. Yeah. When I see that bridge, I'm like, Chicago, where my friend Fred well, is Well, there's from. a lot of bridges there, but yeah, oh, okay. they go over one of the many bridges. Um, Do you know which one that bridge was? Because in my head, I'm like, I've seen that. Mm, no, all those streets, like, are no, but I'm sure I've been over it. It was just like a blip of a thing, so I was like, I don't think it's Wells, <laughs> and that's like as far as I got. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, Wells then you is the one I, I would take the Wells Bridge a lot. I don't think it was Wells. There it um, is. This is the content I want, my Chicago content. This they show it. the L at one point. Yeah, they do, like in we, the back. That's nice. But it's the cars that it has now and not <sighs> what it would have been then. Like the L that. was around back then, but it's not, sure. yeah, it's not the I right kind of cars. I hate when they do that. My mom's... Like, childhood best friend lived in Evanston at the time they were filming. Oh, yeah. And would, like, go and watch them film and said, between takes, Tom Hanks would just come over and talk to everyone who was watching. Oh, what a mensch. And that is why Hanks is miscast in this movie. Oh, my God. I was, I wanted you to say it first. I felt bad because, of course, we love Tom. Strange ass casting. Strange. Well, because Tom, I just don't buy. No, I don't buy it for a second. I don't buy it from scene one where his son is watching him through the doorway, like, loading a gun i'm like what's he doing Wh- whose is that not yeah. his not tom's well because you're so he's playing what's his name michael michael sullivan, sullivan. michael sullivan yeah and who are you mike sullivan did you ever read that book as a child mike mulligan and the steam shovel nope well moving on is it the same guy nope <laughs> um so sandy m- did you <laughs> sandy not <laughs> i couldn't stop thinking about it which is fine. It's a charming book. Classic. Go on. Okay. Michael Sullivan, he's like the right-hand man for the Irish mob. Headed Chicago. by Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Oh, Syrian Hines is in this too for a scene. Two scenes. Two important scenes. Two important scenes. We'll get to, we'll get to, is it, I always thought it was Kieran. Probably is. Who am I? Ken Loach? I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Jeez Louise, Ken Loach. <laughs> Basically, all you need We're gonna to know. We going to talk about Kess? No, you go. Tom Hanks is sort of like the John Wick of the Irish mob. <laughs> and that is where I, it sort of strains plausibility. Because right. they're like, your reputation precedes you. And I'm like, yeah, as a, as a nice guy. Show, don't tell. Yeah. That's just And we writing. do eventually get a show. What his kid sees. 
So basically, Michael Sullivan's got a son. Yes, he does. He's, well, he's got two sons. Who is his son, Fran? Well, the main son of the movie is played by Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah, that could be how it's pronounced. Uh, everybody wants some guy. I screamed. You told One me. One of the hottest guys in that movie. Oh I think God. objectively, like, the hottest guy. Absolutely. But he rules that, that house. The, what's good about that movie is sort of like, you can pick your own hot guy. Exactly. There's something for um, everyone. But my personal boyfriend from that movie. Really? Is Tyler Hackman. Mine's Nesbitt, the one who plays Bloody Knuckles and loses all the time. Is that the sort of, like, grody one from sure Walking is. Dead? Absolutely. Ugh. Okay, it's a mazel. Thank you so much. I mean, it's like Wyatt Russell's my boyfriend in that movie. Oh, yeah, well, that's a given. Um, Glenn Powell is my boyfriend in that oh, movie. Oh, no, Glenn Powell's my boyfriend. Yeah. I think I did the thing where, like, if you're looking at Glenn Powell and then you're looking at the guy who plays Nesbitt, and I just naturally go for Nesbitt because I'm, like, less competition, but I mm-hmm. should be going for Glenn Powell. I want that. But the hope is that, like, Powell's character will sort of see you around the house a lot. Yeah, I would. With I'd make and that jump. Sort of like, shamelessly would make that jump. Yeah, absolutely. I don't give a, don't give a shit. Absolutely. So Look Tyler Hecklin is mm-hmm. a child. Yeah, so I didn't notice it, and you're like, it's Tyler Hecklin. Tyler Hecklin in Everybody Wants Some plays the guy who cuts the baseball with an axe. Yeah, he's like, he's the captain, essentially. Tiny shorts, great ass. Yep. Yep, you got it. Wearing sort of like a crop top with shorts a lot. It's a movie for he's a mustache. us. Sure yeah. does. Thank you, Richard Linklater. Thank you, Richard Linklater. He plays... In Road to Perdition, a child, a child. So ignore Michael what we Sullivan's just said. son, who's yeah. sort of like, I wonder what my dad's job is. Right, and does the normal thing where he hides in the backseat of the car when we dad goes it. to work. We all did it to yeah. go to our parents' insurance agencies. He accidentally sees something a guy shouldn't see, which is Daniel Craig shooting Kieran Hines in the head, and then his f- own father gunning down everyone else. Yeah. A job's a job, Fran. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. And if you're that kid, you really hate to see it because then you set the Irish mob on your family because Daniel Craig plays a spoiled brat, son of Paul Newman, who is allowed to get away with literal murder. So rather than have uh, Tom Hanks's son spill the beans, the mob's like, we got to kill your whole family. No one can really know that Daniel Craig is a huge fuck up. Right. Two things to say here. Go on. Daniel Craig playing Paul Newman's son, just sort of like physically casting-wise, great casting. Yeah. I buy it. I have seen this movie before on a VHS, and I watched it for all the Daniel Craig scenes because when I was 16, uh, Casino Royale came out, and I got a crush on Daniel Craig. Yeah. What did you call Daniel Craig in text to me? Old Blue Eyes. Old Blue Eyes. Because there's a scene where he's like going into the house to kill the family and cover up his tracks, and he's wearing a turtleneck, but the neck is flipped up. So it covers his nose. It's just eyes. It's just blue eyes. Ugh, crystal Old clear. Blue eyes. I'm uh, always like, the first movie Daniel Craig was in was Layer Cake. Yeah. Uh, so forget. it's always wild to keep seeing him younger and younger. He's been acting so long. He did a lot of like TV movies in the UK, like Archangel. No one can find that. Someone sure. can find it, but not me. I'm not if a you, huge nerd. Listeners, you know? if you can find that for Caroline. Send it directly to Fran. Give her a call once again. 845 845- She'll get the word to me. Yep, will do. Thank you. But by this point in the movie, you're asking one big question. Where's Jude? Where the hell is Jude? I'm texting Fran. I'm like, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. Happy everyone else showed up. Where's Jude? Third build. The minutes are ticking away. Tick, 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 tick. Every day we inch closer to death. Where's Jude? Where's Jude? Who has the time? Not me. Michael Sullivan is getting away too easily. He's robbing banks with his son. 
Right. He's trying they're to bonding like, over a life of crime. Right. They're kind of trying to hit the mob where it hurts. And the mob has got to turn to Jude Law to help him out. Jude Law plays a character named Harlan McGuire. Who's essentially Ouija. Yes. Ouija? You know who Ouija is? I don't think so. Sandy, do you is know who this Ouija like is? No, 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 no. Ouija is this photographer from the 20s who uh, photographed crime scenes. He was like oh. a little weird Weasley guy. No, I didn't know about this. Oh, my God. He's doing oh, Ouija. Oh, maybe the movie would have made more sense if I had known this. Because oh. I'm like, here's Harlan McGuire, a guy who's weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like splayed out in bed eating ice cream going like, oh, it's Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Did everyone know about Ouija? I don't know. You don't know who Ouija is? You... All right. I've seen the book. You've seen the book? I've seen the book. Gorgeous photos. Ouija is a 20s photographer who walks around with his little Hasselbad camera and he takes photos of crime scenes like as the cops arrive, before the cops arrive. Like he he's just a really sneaky kind of guy with these this weird taste. And it's these brutal crimes like car crashes, murders, like shootings, alleyways. Huh. So he and he went by Ouija. Okay. I think he's like a little stout guy with a cigar, or maybe that's Wario. Okay, well. <laughs> so Jude Law is playing Ouija, playing Nightcrawler. $1,600 is my rate, Mr. Nitty. And what I make on the photographs is mine. Yeah, so Basically. I haven't seen Nightcrawler. Oh, I mean, Jude is essentially playing Nightcrawler, where it's like... Like a weird twisted photographer. Yeah, or like, like trying to get over on all these deaths. Shades um, of Ouija, I'm telling you. Somehow the mob knows this guy. And they're like, this right. weird guy who takes pictures will be just the guy to kill Michael Sullivan. Right. The leap that is taken with this character is because he photographs death, he is also very adept at killing. Is that uh, your profession or your pleasure? Both, I guess. To be paid to do what you love. Ain't that the dream? Which doesn't really track. Right. But, but I'm not... We got things to do. We're just happy he's here. It's like, fine, fine, fine. I accept. Let's get rocking and rolling. So let's address Jude on the... You want to put Jude on the Matrix? I want you to do it, please. He's playing American. Yes. He's straight? Sure. He's straight for dead bodies. <laughs> he's straight for dead bodies. He's bisexual for dead bodies. Jude's hairline is... Oh. Bad. Bad because... But on purpose right it's like they took the natural like male pattern baldness that's going on and they like thinned the hair at the widow's peak in a way that is cruel yeah like it's very clear like oh you you tried to accentuate this this looks strange you know yeah but i get it he's a weasley doesn't see the sunlight kind of guy yeah he looks like the kind of chicago guy who doesn't see a lot of sun he's got gross nails yeah, he's long, creepy nails. He tap, tap, he's got taps weird on stuff. teeth. He's being weird. Right. He's supposed to be like a creepy basement dweller who slinks around crime scenes. This might be our first sort of like gross Jude performance we've talked about. Which makes sense for him to lean into because he just did like what, AI? Where he's... Yeah, he did AI. He did Ripley. He's like, now I'm going to play yucky, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's my range. I can be gross. Um, but is he pulling it off? <sighs> yeah. It's a little too weird, I think. Right. It seems like this choice, these choices were made, these choices were good, and no one thought to consult the rest of the feel of the movie. But this is my thing. That's my problem with this whole movie in general. I wouldn't ascribe it just to like Jude going rogue. I feel like there's a bunch of parts of this film that never congeal. You kind of, in ways, get flavors of a road movie with a bunch of different characters, like very distinct types coming in. And I feel like 
there is no real like plot pulling me through this. Well, it's the relationship between Sullivan and his son. That's not which, getting me. Oh, which I, I mean, that's the Hank stuff that's good. When Hanks right. is John Wick, I don't like it. When Hanks is like father learning to ask his son what his favorite school subject is, I'm all in. Yeah, that's a really nice that's scene. That's when I'm ready to like well, that scene do the Pledge like, of Allegiance. There's like 20 minutes left in the movie when that happens. Get to it sooner. I like it. You gotta well, it's nice. You gotta get a bunch of Daniel Craig and like... Daniel like, Craig being like a whiny bitch is sublime. Daniel Craig's Chicago accent's amazing. I'd like to apologize for what happened. Especially to you, Pa. Jude yeah. doing regular American accent sounds fine. Right. It's good that everyone in this movie knew how to like, no one felt compelled to do a Chicago accent. But the ones who could do it felt free to express themselves. It's funny because like Paul Newman isn't doing one. Yeah, I like that. Love Paul Newman in this. Love Paul Newman. Being in this. amazing. Oh, of course. So there's they have a whole little wild goose chase around the Midwest, mm-hmm. namely around like Chicago and Indiana. Right. Or no, in Wisconsin maybe. Yeah, you tell me. I mean, they go to the lakes. Correct? Yeah, the lakes are all up there. It's the big one. The it's titular, Lake Michigan. The titular road to perdition, we should mention, is Mike Sullivan trying to get his son to safety to his aunt's house, who lives in perdition. In perdition. So they are driving, you know, through the Midwest to get to perdition, where ostensibly the son can live out in safety out of the reach of the mob. Mm-hmm. It is a concept. It is a feeling. Is it achieved? Yeah. Yeah, just but not first, tradition. Right. But first, he has to kill everyone. He has to. Bummer, but he has to. Sometimes you're leaving a night meeting. Mm-hmm. I've I've been to a night meeting. Yeah. And sometimes it's raining. Uh, and sometimes when you're walking to your car, yeah. who should gun down you and all of your friends? <laughs> Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Tom Hanks. Man, oh man. He has to kill the entire mob in order for him and his son to be free. And it kind of does it with ease, if you ask me. Well, not Paul Newman, his father figure. Right, 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 right. I mean, like, he gets the goons very easily, though. Bad goons. Bad goons. Everyone's caught off guard. Why? If this was made now, all the goons would be, like, different guys, you know? It'd be, Mm -hmm. like, Bernthal and, like, those guys. He and Paul Newman lock eyes. They're both so, their eyes are so watery. Good place for a kiss. They're so sad. Yeah, they could have done a little smooch. On the forehead, you know? Um, On the forehead dispenses of the mob shoots daniel craig in the tub right sexual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very much so i wish you had heard sort of a little like chicago accent of like what are you doing <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you would like that hey yeah he's uh he gets his revenge what do you want from me yeah but <laughs> that's close right yeah that was really I, good i moved so long ago yeah you're different now mm-hmm. but in ways the same thank you so he dispenses of the mob we think he is safe he takes the son to perdition who's lying for him in wait jude law baby yeah michael sullivan watching his son play with the dog they get out on the beaches of lake they Michigan. find this dog in the wild they buy the dog the dog was just there right um he I... arranged for it ahead of time they show up this dog is on the beach they, they approach can't... it no one checks if it's had it shots they do dog shots in the 30s Oh, no, that's why it's such a dangerous time. All right. He's watching out the window. Never just look out the window because a guy could come into your house and shoot you. Absolutely. We are watching this transpire in the reflection of the window. Why can't Tom see it? Jude Law comes in, shoots him in the, what, chest, head? Who gives? Mm, well, he's alive for a while. I think, Sure. Like, he's got to watch the chest. scene happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jude sets up his little camera. Ouija. Ouija says smile. Smile. 
and that's when I was like, I have to go. But I was, the, but the movie is amazing. Is the movie amazing? Especially in that moment. Oh yeah. I mean, that scene is very, very good, and a very Sam Mendes like hermetically sealed theater thing. Like here's this beautiful whitewashed, bright, the brightest set we've had this entire movie. It is supposed to be heavenly. It is supposed to be serene. Because my, because his son can go to heaven. Exactly. That's sort of the. Bi- I well, mean, I got that. The beautiful conversation in the movie is between Newman and Hanks, where he's like, Newman's like, none of us are going to heaven. And he's like, my son could still go to heaven. And that's why I have to kill everyone. Sometimes you have to kill everyone so your children can go to heaven. And that's a good takeaway, I would that's say. That's a nice message. No? No. I think it is. It's a better message than 1917, which is like the message of that movie is like... No draft. Yeah, none of this matters. Nothing matters. Yeah. Nothing matters. Time is the enemy. Did you know that's the tagline of 1917? Yeah, I did. Which is almost as good as Tenet. Which is Tenet. Time runs out. Time runs out. Could you flop them? Yeah. Yeah, you Easily. could. Easily. Tenet. Time is the enemy. <laughs> How often do you think Mendez and Nolan hang out? Hmm. They're both like in London. Yes. It's not yeah. a big town. London yeah, and town. I think they both have this sort of like, I think one, well, because Nolan's like half British, half American. And, like, Mendes is all British, but I think he likes to sort of think he can, like, vibe with Americans. Yeah. I mean, he made a movie called American Beauty, you know? He did Revolutionary Road. That's a Okay, he's American addicted movie. to America. He's addicted to us. Like, get over How it. often do they hang out? I, I, not infrequently. I think, like, if they're at a party together, like a big gala or something, they'll, like, cross the room and be like, oh, like, in a thank God you're here kind mm-hmm. of way. Like, oh, here's someone I can actually chat with. Right, but if They Men- would be having a chat, to be sure. Right, but if Mendes starts talking about theater, like Nolan zones out. Oh, t- and if and if Nolan starts talking about like magic tricks, Mendes. Right, zones but then out. I think he he stole the idea of time. He totally stole it from him, and Nolan's like, "Well, look who cares about time." Like now. maybe now they're not gonna talk <laughs> if they see each that. other at a big thing. I would love if they had beef over time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You stole time from me, and you put it in your movie." Who's examining the mysteries of time better? Kind of a thing. Well, Nolan, hands down. Well, obviously, but... Would Jude be any good in a Nolan movie? I mean, he could just do the Michael Caine stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Jude says smile. Jude says smile. That's the one screenshot of this movie that I took. <laughs> I have a good note from our producer, Sandy. Ouija actually was most active in the 1910s. Thank you, Sandy. Oh, so he's like son of Ouija. Yeah, he is son of Ouija. And I mean, he and Hanks have this whole convo at a diner that's very nefarious. There's a- he's being so weird. I, that scene was not fun for me. Why? I just didn't think it hit. Oh, I, I was having fun because I was like, Jude, stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's this TikTok of this dog like getting ready to attack the person filming and they're always going, coconut, stop. <laughs> coconut, stop. And that's how I felt watching Jude in this movie. <laughs> where I'm just like, don't, stop. Coconut. No. No. <laughs> no. I know what you're doing. No. Smile. There's an awful continuity thing, which I feel like Mendez saw and allowed in. Sorry, sir. Okay. Jude is sitting at the diner table with nothing in front of him. You cut to Hanks for a split second. And when you cut back, Jude has coffee in front of him and he's stirring it. It is very jarring. Oh, he puts in so much sugar in his coffee. That's right. It. That's like a totally classic his, villain totally thing. Totally his like choice, yeah. But it's such a like over home yeah. plate sort of villain thing. It's exactly. Just like what if his coffee was 
too sweet. Like it's you it's know like how what if anachronistic. Weird. Yeah, I feel like they agonized over that, and it was two takes I liked. And they're like, well, if we cut away to Hanks, we can assume the waiter brought him the coffee, but there's just not enough time for someone to walk into the frame. No one even. It's not like there's a waiter walking into the frame. We cut away and we cut back and she's gone and there's coffee there. It's like... You're so mad. Jude. No, Jude. Back to Jude. He's like already putting sugar in the coffee. I'm like, no, where the hell is that coming from? so much sugar. They're hoping to distract you by how much sugar is in the coffee. And I was distracted. What it comes down to is I fall for the magic of cinema. You have a good time at the movies. Yeah. I have a good time at the movies. I'm not going to not have standards for I do it. have one friend in my life who's just kind of like, any movie I see in theaters is a good movie, and I so wish I could like God, readopt that, that like, mentality. Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. Jude Law, third build. Of course, he doesn't get away with his crime. No. The murder, the brutal murder of Hanks. Hanks. You think that Hanks Sullivan. son walks in, leaving the golden retriever outside. He has a gun, and you think he's going to lose his innocence and kill Jude Law. No, with his dying breath, Tom Hanks, John Wick, shoots Jude Law. Two men die in this pristine, whitewashed beach house. Unsellable. Unsellable. Ugh. You could be so close to closing that house, and then they'd be like, you know. Like a neighbor would be like, you know. You know that weird photographer killed a guy. Remember Ouija? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like that. He's sort of like Ouija's son. (laughs) Not really, but like in spirit. Who shot this? Um, the guy who shot like Cool Hand Luke and oh, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Butch Cassidy, like a, a deep Conrad that- Hall. Conrad Hall. Thank you. And he wins his Oscar for this, but his son has to accept it for him. He passes away between the making of this movie oh. and um, rest in power. Rest in power. Yeah, a lot of good. Sam Mendes is going to win Best Director because they think he's Deacons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I put that in all my Oscar pools. Nothing we can do about that. Nothing we can do about that. Deacon shot Sicario. That's where I would have had Deacons win. Oh, that was so nice. Love yeah. that movie. Yeah, me too, but sort of bad uh, bad politics. Bad politics, incredible Burnthal, though, so. Incredible Burnthal. Take what you can. Yep, yep. What's Burnthal working on? I miss him. He was in Ford v. Ferrari. Well, you better believe oh, it. Oh, and you know what that. he's in? What? The, like, Many Saints of Newark, the, like, Sopranos yeah. prequel that, like, everyone is in. Everyone is in. Every I can't wait. That's this year. In. Yeah, that's this year. Sure, I'll see that. Where does this fit into the larger... Jude trajectory. You you have the answer. Yeah, I've been thinking. I about guess I it. don't. I'm like forgetting that he's kind of a villain in Ripley because I'm like in many ways he's the hero. Of Ripley. He is the hero of Ripley. Um, who dies 30 minutes in doesn't matter. This is him like coming up to being the massive leading man star. And I think this is him trying to regain control of his narrative. He's trying to lay on he's thick really, like the character work right he's now. He's trying to like slap anyone in the face who ever said he's hot. Right. He's, by his, his sort of look and vibe in this movie. Right. Because for, what is it, like five years he's been like, I really don't want to be known as like the hot guy. Ripley comes out. All these things are happening. He's trying to regain control of that narrative and doing some serious grody character work. Mm-hmm. But we have just come from AI. We're about to do Cold Mountain. and yeah. Yeah, this is really just the kickoff of Cold Mountain. Right. It's a flash in the pan. It's sort of like, you can't stop this train. You're about to be in Cold Mountain, my dude. Yeah. And I can't wait. <laughs> you love that movie? Can't wait to talk about Cold Mountain here. Can't wait to talk about Hunnam and Cold Mountain. God. I mean, this is not our episode about Cold Mountain. We'll get to Cold the Mountain. the least memorable part of that movie. Yeah. I mean, ain't that the truth? Look. Hunnam. Hunnam. Look, we can't talk about Cold Mountain right now. The Gentleman, now in theaters. Good God. And thank you so much for joining us, guys. Happy Oscar night to everyone. Thank you so much to Sandra Randall, our producer, Ben Kling, for the music, Karen Hahn for the artwork. 
Sam Mendes for Road to Perdition. Good luck this Saturday. Best of luck to Parasite at this year's Academy Awards. The real winner of our hearts in the year 2019. How do you think Jude is voting in the Oscars? Parasite across the board. Do you think? Yes. Not no, for he's, not for Sam Mendes. No, he will. Friend? He will vote for he'll vote for Parasite and everything except. Or for best will director. he vote Irishman? Oh God, he's not not one of Marty's guys. Right, right, right. Errol Flynn. I think he's like. I think he's pro Parasite. You think he's pro Parasite? I just also want to believe that. I think what really got him was the bong thing about. Uh, once you get over the one inch barrier of subtitles, you'll open yourself up to more film. And he like he stood was like, up and wow, applauded. Yeah. yeah, he was like well put. Bing, 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 bing. You think he likes Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I think it's too close to home for him. Yeah. Do you think he likes QT? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think he likes Brad Pitt, and I think he doesn't like Leo, if I had to guess. Yeah, because I feel like if you actually are on like the level of celebrity where you could talk to Leo person to person, you'd kind of walk away like, that guy's kind of weird. Yeah. And I think everyone has a crush on Brad Pitt. So. Everyone has a crush on Brad Pitt. Us included. Absolutely. Pro Brad podcast. Good luck to Brad on Saturday. Best of luck to Brad. You don't need it. The it's handsome Hollywood's old man is great. Biggest night. Thank you so much. Good night.